you're listening to the one two three show with me noreen mayor this thursday afternoon i'd like to turn to our first guest and first topic of today we're talking about how to better prepare pre-service teachers for their future roles through experience of teaching abroad we will be mulling over this topic with ben morehouse who's a lecturer with the division of english language education at the university of hong kong uh, welcome to the program mr morehouse thank and you thank you much. very much for joining us this afternoon we are on facebook live as well uh, so you'll be able to see and hear uh, Ben Morehouse there. Also, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3 is the Facebook page. Um, first of all, what's the definition of pre-service teachers? Well, pre-service teachers is like the opposite of in-service teachers. So they're teachers who are planning to teach and they're training to teach. Uh, are the they classroom. students or are they teaching assistants? Or Usually they're students uh, studying an undergraduate uh, program at one of the uh, Faculty of Education in Hong Kong. Getting ready yeah. to, to service. That's right, yes. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about uh, the, the relevance of going abroad and, and how can we better prepare these pre-service teachers? Sure. So uh, well, tra training to be a teacher is obviously a, a complex thing. Teaching itself is a complex thing. Uh, often many people don't realise how compli complicated it is until they actually get in front of a group of learners. Uh, so uh, the idea is that we want to try and give them a broad and uh, as uh, different kinds of experiences as possible. So uh, traditionally, the uh, previous service teachers would at attend university, take courses, and then take a practicum in Hong Kong, uh, where they would go out to a school and uh, and practice uh, with some with some support from the school helping them to do that. Uh, but we found that actually that's not enough these days. Classrooms are becoming more complicated. Uh, teachers are going into different environments that they weren't going into before, teaching in other countries, teaching uh, in different kinds of schools. Uh, so we're trying to find ways that they can gain new skills and different skills that might help them for their profession. So one way is to give them a chance to go and teach in another country for a period of time. How yeah. might that uh, actually benefit them? I mean, how might they expand sort of culturally? Sure, yeah. Well, uh, well, the first thing it does, it takes them outside their comfort zone. Right? Most of uh, the students who are training to be teachers in Hong Kong were students in Hong Kong. Uh, so they went through the system. Uh, many of our students also went through the band one system. So for them, they uh, they have a certain expectation of what a teacher does. Uh, they have a certain expectation of uh, how the student should behave. Uh, they have certain expectation of uh, things like assessments and things like this. Uh, so when you take them into another context where it's different, uh, they start to question their own experiences and they start to compare and contrast and learn from those experiences in those other countries and cultures. Uh, they also get to see that the learners in those countries aren't as different as they think they might be originally. Because uh, in Hong Kong now, we've got like a large number of students coming in from mainland China, uh, a large number of students coming in from Southeast Asia. Uh, sometimes they have preconceptions that might not be accurate about those learners. Uh, so taking them into other contexts where they experience them in their context, they get to know who they are and why they are the way they are. Yeah. Do yeah. you, for example, bring students uh, abroad to let them experience it? Yes. Yeah, so for the last three years, I've been taking uh, 10 students per year to Ningbo in China. Uh, we go to a school called Huajen Academy and we spend uh, two weeks there uh, working with the teachers there and teaching the students in that school. Uh, it's, it's sponsored by the Fan Charitable Trust Foundation, uh, so they, they help us with the flights and accommodation, uh, so my students don't have to pay for that experience, which is, makes it really, really special for them. Yeah. yeah, so what do they sort of learn there, and what do mm. they sort of bring back um, from the two weeks there? Oh, well, they, uh, <laughs> I, 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 it's difficult to define everything they learn, but I de they definitely get... Uh, uh, 
they definitely get I can definitely sense they 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 have a much uh, stronger uh, reflection on their on on the challenges of teaching uh, they go there they have to teach larger classes than they would here uh, they have to collaborate with with teachers who have come from a different system from them uh, they have to uh, they have to work with learners who uh, have different needs than the students in Hong Kong particularly uh, my students who've come from often, like I said, band one schools who have English, uh, a very high command of English and they have to go to work in China where the English environment is not as uh, prevalent. Uh, so they, they learn how to you know, modify their voice, make it easier for the students to understand them, uh, how to uh, how to work with their peers, uh, how to Im improve their lessons. We get them, the, we give them the chance to teach the same lesson to multiple classes. So then they get to uh, reflect on the lesson. Well, how, when did it go well? How could it be improved and then improve on it? Uh, so they can see progress in their teaching during the two weeks they're there as well. Uh, so, uh, and, that, and because I'm there for the whole two weeks as well, uh, I get to give them feedback support them throughout that process which I can't do in Hong Kong because uh, I can't be in every school that my students are in all the time so so that opportunity as well is I think very valuable to them that they get to have uh, a low pressure uh, supportive environment that they can kind of develop themselves yeah. yeah I mean teaching is such a noble profession I'm sure all oh, our so. listeners um, yeah. can, can agree with that you know we've all been influenced by teacher a, a mm. teacher or teachers um, and it really is a hard job because you're you're influencing young minds, teenage minds, older minds. Um, let's talk a little bit more mm. about supporting these teachers because mm. like you said, a lot of them maybe come from a different system and mm. going overseas, they are learning a new system and they have to very quickly adapt um, to, to a brand new system and teach students there. Mm. I mean, how does that sort of um, stretch them or how does that uh, mould them to be better teachers <laughs> or... Yeah. yeah, well, the adaption is really important because yeah. uh, uh, I think teaching is becoming more and more complex. So uh, they have to adapt when they come back. Uh, I think we're uh, we've moved on from just being able to speak a language well or know a subject well, uh, and just having some uh, tools or tricks uh, as enough to teach. I, I think now that adaption, adaptability is really, really important. So for them to go into that context, they might have plans and ideas about what they're going to do and then they hit the reality and they don't work and they have to modify them and adapt them very quickly. I think that's an important skill that they, they gain anyway. Yeah. And teaching is very different to how we as students were learning. You know, mm. while, while we were growing up, we were learning a lot more facts. These days, teachers are teaching students not not just things to learn, but how to learn and giving them the tools to, to, to analyze things critically. Whereas before we were sort of, hey, here's the facts and memorize it. True, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, the and whole that, landscape has changed. The whole landscape has changed, and it has to ch had to change, right? Because uh, now we have to be our citizens have to be more critical, right? They so our our teachers also have to be more critical. They have to think about what they're teaching. Are they teaching the right thing? Uh, should they be teaching it that way? Uh, are they benefiting this, the not just the students but society as a whole yeah. uh, through what they're doing? So the responsibilities are getting greater and greater, and I think that's giving them more and more pressure as well. Uh, so they do need to have, they do need to feel that they have the kind of the skills to do that well. I think. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of those skills and mm. the qualities um, that teaching abroad will sort of cultivate. What do you tell your students, um, <laughs> the, the pre-service teachers? Um, what sorts of qualities do you expect them to 
well, not expect them, but do you think they can possibly gain yeah. uh, after teaching abroad for, for a while? Well, I think definitely that cultural sensitivity. Uh, I hope that they come back and they don't see their class as homogenous. Uh, I hope they do see that their class is a, uh, has diversity of uh, experiences, diversity of needs, uh, diversity of interests. Uh, I hope they come away with that kind of understanding. Uh, I hope they come away with some uh, uh, awareness uh, that we may not all see this. We may not all see the teaching in the same way. We may not share all the same values or ideas, but we have to collaboratively uh, work together to uh, for the best interests of our students. Because yeah. uh, I think sometimes we think that uh, our colleagues they don't have the same. They don't have the same goals as us, but it's not true. Usually they do. They just see it in a different way. Uh, so they have to figure out how do they can collaborate with those kind with people who maybe they disagree with or have different opinions about when it comes to teaching and learning. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the other side of the argument is would would their time be better used um, doing teaching experience locally because th they are ultimately serving the local system. Yeah. So would it be better off for the pre-service teachers to actually um, spend their time teaching at local schools rather than going overseas and learning a different culture which may or may not be um, useful. Yeah, I mean I, like I said a broad broad range of experiences is important. Definitely experience in Hong Kong is, is, is important. I wouldn't want the teachers to I wouldn't want our pre-service teachers to go into teaching without have also experienced local, Hong Kong yes. as well. I think it has to uh, complement and uh, not be a substitute for, uh, yeah. definitely. And uh, I think that uh, if they do want to uh, if they do want to gain more experience in Hong Kong, then we will always provide those opportunities for them. Uh, I think that's that's fundamental uh, as well, yeah. Yeah, Ben, what sorts of feedback did you receive from uh, th uh, your students yeah. who went overseas and came back to you and said, wow, this really opened my mind? Or yeah, what sorts of things overall it's been very, very positive. Uh, and every year we get the, uh, we always get, um, uh, 10 students so everyone so every space is always filled every year uh, so that's always a positive sign you need to increase it <laughs> yeah maybe yeah but the more you increase it, the less effective i think it becomes because then you'll you get more and more stretched don't you so that's a shame but uh yeah i mean the feedback's always been very positive uh, the students have to write reflections throughout the experience and afterwards when they come back uh, they write a reflection on the overall of the experience and all those reflections tend to be very positive sometimes they do challenge themselves i have had students come back and say actually i don't think i'm as good a teacher as i thought i was uh, and I think those are actually good things because they start to see how complicated it is and they get start to see uh, themselves and their conceptions of themselves are maybe changing. Absolutely. So, so those are really, really positive things. Uh, we did have one student who said that uh, his experience in, of spending two weeks in Ningbo was actually... Uh, better than his whole experience of uh, practicum in Hong Kong, two months practicum in Hong Kong, I think. And I think that's partly because he got to work so closely with his peers and so closely with me, whereas in the practicum it tends to be a bit more high stakes. Uh, they tend to be on their own in a school or very few student teachers in the school. Uh, they tend to have a more subordinate position in the school uh, as a student teacher or pre-service teacher. So I think in this project he was able to try things out, feel supported. Mm. Uh, in fact, he learnt more from it than he had yeah. previously. Well, yeah. let's talk about some of the supports that they get when they are overseas. Because, yeah. um, you know, teaching can be a bit lonely when yeah. you're overseas, away from your family and your comfort zone. So yeah. as their teachers, how do you go yeah. about supporting them? Well, that's the thing. Like a lot of the literature around this is that's one of the key things that makes these projects successful or not. 
this, there is some projects that they they're advertised as almost like vacations. <laughs> Go teach in India for a week, and all the pictures are of uh, temples and of. Uh, uh, it's of, more uh, like a holiday. More a like a holiday, yeah. yeah. And and the the research says on those ones is they're fairly ineffective, and actually they can be ne they can actually have negative uh, impacts on students. They can reinforce stereotypes, prejudices, uh, think, uh, I don't know, neo-colonial values, things like this. Uh, so uh, if they are treated in that way, which they can easily be done because, you know, the, some companies all want to promote these opportunities uh, to, to students and uh, students are very keen to do them. So when they look like a holiday, they, it makes them more motivated to go. And uh, sometimes they can be quite expensive. Uh, so we have to be aware that that's a risk. Yeah. Uh, we have to be make sure that it does have some academic benefits. The students know those as well when they go into these projects, and that they do get supported throughout. You know, yeah. there is expectations that they reflect on their experience. Uh, there is someone from the university who knows what they're learning, can make connections with what they're learning at the university to their experience on the ground in that context. I think those things are important. So the way these overseas experiences are structured is yeah. vital, vital to the outcome of yeah. how effective it, it actually is for these students, uh, for, for these pre-service teachers to learn. I, I feel so, I think so. Uh, I think if you, you don't, I don't think you learn much if you just get plonked somewhere uh, and then and then you don't have anyone to talk to about your experience. You don't have anyone to guide you with your experience. Yeah. You know, you can just go into a class and play some games and leave and say, you might feel wonderful and euphoric, but what did you leave behind? What did you learn from that? Did you just learn that, oh, as a Hong Konger, I'm wealthy, I can go to another country and, and teach and share my knowledge with them and then they, they will learn. Maybe that's all you'll get from it, but you won't actually develop yourself as a, as a as a professional as a teacher yeah absolutely yeah. and what sorts of uh, when you're reflecting what sorts of questions do you ask i mean some of your student yeah. teachers come from the hong kong system and yeah. when they come when they go abroad to china and then come back what do they ask themselves yeah know? well we ask obviously ask them to to challenge their own conceptions ask them to think about what they notice about themselves uh we always often ask them to think about critical incidents like to reflect on experiences. Was there any moments you noticed you felt uncomfortable or you uh, noticed something about yourself or noticed something about the learners or noticed something about the school? So trying to get them to kind of look back at that experience and notice certain times when uh, maybe things were challenged or they came across uh, adversity uh, and things like this. And then how did they deal with those situations? Uh, th I think those things can help uh, get them to compare that experience in China to their own learning experience in Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, uh, so tr try not to do it in a, like again, not in a deficit way, not that their experience was better, yeah. but how is it different? What opportunities did they have that perhaps these students don't have? Uh, why why are their circumstances different from theirs? Is it because of the learner or is it because of other things? And trying to get them to question it in that way. Yeah, Ben yeah. Morehouse, from, from your experience, mm. do you have um, an ideal sort of length of time? If, if there yeah. are sort of uh, teachers uh, or, or teacher mm. students listening, how long should they go overseas for that experience? I mean, like you said, you don't, you don't want it to, to be like a holiday. You want them yeah. to gain something. I mean, two weeks is, is a length that you and your students go for. Yeah, we go for two weeks. I find two weeks is quite good. 
uh, it's not too long that they miss home too much, or for myself. <laughs> Obviously, I do miss home, but not if it was any longer, I might miss it more. Uh, and I think if it was any shorter than two weeks, they probably wouldn't get much out of it. The first few days is definitely a whirlwind. Uh, they're adjusting, adapting, having to think. If that was it, and they just came straight back, I don't think they'd get much from it. Uh, there are some universities do send students for a whole semesters uh, abroad, uh, some for six weeks. Oh, a whole semester. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I know that NIE in Singapore, they send students abroad. They do it in a more uh, optional way. They can take different types of experiences. Uh, and they, they do, some do come to Hong Kong even, and they teach for a semester in a, in a school here. Uh, but uh, I think that length is not always the most important important thing in the, in, in, for that kind of experience. If, if it's longer, but you're not, again, having the opportunity to reflect or support, then it, uh, it doesn't make any difference how long it is yeah. in some ways. Yeah. So it's, it's about that support and, and opportunity to have guided reflection that's really key throughout those experiences. Yeah. What do you say to students who are sort of on the fence on whether or not to go abroad? You mentioned yeah. that, um, you know, that the spots fill very quickly. You've yeah. got 10 spots. Um, yeah. But what would you say to a, a student who you're teaching who is unsure about yeah. going abroad? What do you tell them? I'd do it, <laughs> uh, but research it first. Uh, don't go for the wow factor. Uh, think, oh, this is an exciting place to go. Uh, think about actually what you're going to gain from it. It's going to benefit you as a future teacher. I think that's the key thing because mm-hmm. I think uh, for 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 young people that you know they're very enticed by uh, the opportunity to go to. Uh, Oh, all over the world, right? Australia, America, Canada, uh, UK, uh, these these kinds of places. And a lot of our students, when they do their exchange, they want to go to those places. I think, it, you know, they're, they're the wow places. Uh, so I think don't just go to the wow places. Try to find somewhere that you're going to benefit from. It's going to benefit you as a future teacher. And that's interesting as well, yeah. because sometimes the wow places, when you go there, it's actually, it doesn't really match your expectations. Yeah, and true. it's when you go to other places that maybe you didn't really consider at first, they're the ones that really open your mind Definitely. and your eyes. Yeah. I'd, actually, before I took this project on, I'd never heard of Ningbo. Yeah. Uh, and, and when you went there... Yeah, I was amazed. Like, I was quite impressed with the city. It's a, it's a nice city. Uh, the people are very friendly and welcoming. Uh, the teachers were very keen to learn from us. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was... I, I, every time I, I've been there, maybe eight times now. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, cause with pre-visits. And uh, so I go there and try and support the teachers as well through the professional development. So... I, every time I leave, I come kind of leave on a positive because I find it such a welcoming place. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ben, I really enjoyed chatting with you this afternoon. <laughs> Thank you so much indeed for your sharing and, my and sharing with our listeners as well. And that's uh, Ben Morehouse, who's a lecturer from the Division of English Language Education at the University of Hong Kong. And we were talking a little bit more about how to better prepare pre-service teachers uh, for their future roles through teaching uh, experiences abroad. Many thanks once again for your time this afternoon. Thank you so much. And uh, apologies.